Recorded live. And good evening, ladies and gentlemen. This is Wayne, your facilitator for this call. I trust that all is well with you and your family at this time, and certainly want to thank you for joining us on this talk show line where we can stay up to date with the programs. Um, we Here we are, one more week, and uh, we're going to take the opportunity to do as we have been doing for several months now, uh, to open our call with a prayer. Again, this is one of the members of our team, one that is also uh, a clergy. Um, tonight we have with us uh, Pastor Mitchell. He has been on before to open with prayer. Pastor, thank you again for uh, consenting to do this on our call this evening, and you can go ahead at this time, sir. Thank you so much, Wayne. Uh, well, let's bow our heads as we pray. Father God, you've been so good to us. In this season of thankfulness, we do give you praise because you're worthy. We lift up, O God, the members that are on this particular call, nationally as well as internationally, Lord. Thank you for what EMS is doing. We pray that you continue to bless the program. We pray, O God, for the Imperio uh, program as well. And Lord, we, we lift up still Euclid's family, that you'll continue to give them health and strength and comfort. And God, for all of those who are going through medical challenges throughout uh, this team, we lift them up, O oh God. There are some that may have gotten some bad news, but Lord, we pray that you will let them know that you're still in control. We pray for the simulation team, uh, the banking team that's working every single day to make sure things fall in place. And we pray that you continue to bless. Lord, we, we give you praise because you're worthy. And in everything, God, as this uh, uh, conference call goes on tonight, we pray that everything will fall in place. Honor and glorify your name. In Jesus' name we praise and thank you. Amen. Amen. Again, I want to thank you, Pastor Mitchell, for joining us on our call, as well as to opening uh, the call with prayer. Uh, may God continue to bless you, sir, and your family as you minister for him. Okay? Thank you. Okay, you're welcome. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, again, nice to be here to share with you the good things that are happening in the programs. Um, it's often difficult um, to hear tough uh, news at times, but we've been down that road many times where we've had to uh, kind of grin and beer some uh, setbacks that the programs have had. Now, I want to take a moment, first of all, to update uh, you on a couple things that we are praying for. Um, as our friend and pastor mentioned in his prayer, there's a particular member of our field, our team also uh, in Florida, uh, James, who is uh, dealing with some serious health challenges relating to leukemia also at this point. We spoke uh, about two weeks ago about another member of our team that uh, has a stage four uh, breast cancer issue that she was seeking financial assistance because she doesn't have it at all for treatment, just trying to uh, preserve life and prevent pain. For those of you who have the capacity, whatever it is to assist her, you can still write to Joan and I, and because there's a GoFundMe page, we'll direct you to that um, to see if you can help her. Whatever you have, it doesn't have to be much at all, um, but certainly God will reward you for your thoughts 
as well as your prayers on these individuals' behalf that are part of our team and that are going through their own serious health challenges right now. Now, just to shift gears a little bit, um, I want to go over the update for the Imperia program as that would be uh, a lot shorter than or talk about EMS and HCI. So let me do that at this time. I did have uh, several conversations over the past week regarding the packages from uh, actually three of the, two of the sources that I generally get information from. There was a third one um, that I actually got information from this week. And here's what we are aware of at this point. Um, the packages are still going out. They were hoping to get as much as 1,000 or more packages out this week. Uh, they have not been able to do that is what I understand. Don't know at this time what the particular challenge are, challenges are for having that uh, to happen. But um, here's what we need to also recognize. We're moving into a holiday season where many of the uh, companies, especially UPS, who is the company uh, that's delivering the Imperia packages, they're going to start getting busy. Um, what we are aware of is that at this point, the date that was stated that they should be able to get these packages out by the end of November, it's becoming more uh, in sight that that will not happen. Um, don't know what the reservations are about it happening at this point. I don't know. Uh, when I do have more information, I will share you. I am aware that there are several thousand packages still left to go out. Part of what I'm hearing also is that if they're not able to accomplish all the packages being delivered in the U.S. by the end of December, there would have to be a waiting period until January 15th when they would resume to get the rest out. As I recall, there are several thousand package of the Imperial packages left to go out with members in the United States. It was their goal that they were feverishly trying to achieve by the end of November that had a, uh, a setback, put them back a whole month based on the hurricanes that occurred in the United States and disrupted the UPS's warehouses and delivery processes for these uh, things. So there are things that happen naturally and there are other things that are happen happening that are related to decision-making from either the banks that authorize the release of the packages from UPS. We don't know what their uh, delay is in giving the go-ahead for all of these packages to go out. But if you could, just imagine with me at this point where it may then make sense from what the bank is doing by releasing a certain amount of packages on a weekly basis uh, just so it doesn't overload their system for having to activate so many accounts um, at any particular time, as well as now with the knowledge that we have that the returns on our investment with Imperia is so large based on um, what has taken place, a lot larger than we were expected uh, when we started the program. So those funds... Um, with all those thousands of people now coming to the economy, um, it does have an impact somewhere. 
I don't know exactly where, but that may be part of the reason why <clears throat> the release of the packages are staggered. I am confident that it isn't UPS's inability to get the packages out in a timely manner. They do that every day with packages all over the country, all over the world. Um, so I don't believe that the holdup is on their end getting these packages out. It is the authorities that they listen to, I believe, that govern how many packages are released on a weekly basis that when it, that's when it comes out to us. So we will continue to be patient and prayerful, believing that our packages is still out there to come uh, in the very near future, hopefully before the end of the year. Um, but if not by the end of the year, we'll then look forward to it in the new year. So that's where we are with the Imperial packages, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, yes, it is a bit frustrating for many that are anticipating, even based on information that we were provided. But again, these are things that we have no control over, and, uh, and not even UPS who delivers these packages. There is only, uh, to a certain extent, that they have control over the delivery process. So we will continue to be patient. All right. Now let's shift gears to talk about uh, the HCI in the EMS program. I sent out uh, recently uh, updates to all of our team members uh, that are on our mailing list, um, but there was another update that came out that I did not send out. Um, that update was on November 17th. Um, there was an update from Mr. Millard, as well as this one. He, I'm going to read it to you, one, because I didn't send it out, and two, I want to go over to make sure that we're on the same page moving forward. What was helpful to me, and for me last week, rather, is that that uh, update that we went over, it was well-received by most of our listeners. And that was good. Uh, I was able to get the point across that I had hoped to do so, and it was received well. Now, what did not happen um, in a timely manner was the recording for the call on TalkShoe Line. TalkShoe, um, what we've come to know now, is being bought out by another company. That company is upgrading a lot of the equipment that they have, and that was the reason for the call, uh, even though it was recorded and uploaded, it was not ready for our listening at all. So they apologized for that uh, profusely. They did because we are a good uh, client of theirs for at least eight, nine years now. So they were very apologetic to the disruption in individuals who wanted to listen to the call. But nevertheless, it is there on the site, people who weren't able to listen to it. If you have questions or concerns about this particular offer that EMS has placed and want a little bit more clarity, um, it will be important for you to listen to that recorded call as many times you need to to get the clarity that you are seeking. Now, I'm going to read in our hearing this last update from Mr. Miller. It is found in the news archives. 
Um, I do this for a couple of reasons. One, because I didn't get to send it out, um, so many would not have received it. And two, there are individuals who do not have Internet capability and do listen to the call to hear uh, the information because they don't have access to Internet. So Mr. Millard writes, Hello, my friends. To clarify some things about the 17-for-1 deal stress test, the payments must be registered in our Perfect Money account, and he provides the Perfect Money account and the Seagull account. These must be registered, and he writes in capital letters, before December 15th. Our strong advice is that you all have it sorted out before November 30th. I'll read that again because it bears emphasizing. Our strong advice is that you all have it sorted before November 30th so that you'll be all set a few weeks before. The date is very important, and we can't guarantee that you will be granted your deal if it's even one day late. We are in no control of this, so please don't ask for any extensions after December 15th. So, it makes no sense to try and wait to the very last days as we normally see many investors do. You, in capital letters, don't want to miss that deadline and investment can be made at any day up till December 15th. He is emphasizing December 15th as a critical time frame, ladies and gentlemen, and I'll go into that, uh, what my thoughts are and belief about that is uh, about December 15th at the end of this uh, reading. He also writes, please note that when your investment goes to 9999, it won't show in your back office, but it will be confirmed by email. This is due to a security measure we have in place there. Also, do not send in duplicate emails if you belong to a large group of investors. Do not, in capital letters, send in any email by yourself. I'll read that again. If you belong to a large group of investors, do not send in an email by yourself, but let your team leaders do that. When you have received an email with a confirmation about your reservation, you are all clear to go ahead with the investment, meaning you're all clear then to submit your payment for the reservation of the shares that you have reserved. He writes, it's also very important that you check so you haven't been updated twice in your back office or by email confirmation. If that's the case, please report this ASAP to us. The duplication, ladies and gentlemen, would be that many of you um, would have submitted the request for the amount of shares that you want, and then you may have spoken to your team leader and then ask them uh, to confirm that for you, but the, the request that you sent in and then the request your team leader sends in is a duplication. So they want to make sure 
that we minimize the duplication completely and where there is duplication to report it to them ASAP. He continues to write, if you for some reason see that you won't be able to meet the amount that you have reserved, you won't be investing, please also report this to us ASAP so that we can delete this from the numbers that go into the simulation stress test. Thank you, my friends, and have a blessed weekend. Now, this follow-up email, or message rather, that he wrote was follow-up to the one, ladies and gentlemen, that he wrote previously, where he indicated um, that the time for people to submit their request was on the 16th. Many of us, at stroke of midnight, on the 16th, submitted our request individually. When it was recognized that, uh, as per my group and other groups, were submitting names of their group members as a whole, it was coming from the team leaders, EMS then thought it more wise to have the team leaders manage those who are making the request from their team. This is why the second email did come out for asking that members consult their team members to put the reservation in for the amount of shears. This keeps it organized, a little bit more organized for EMS to manage the reservations for shears. So there are many of us who submitted it once the 16th rolled around, um, and then this message came out after to then utilize your team leaders. You can still utilize your team leaders. That is the method by which they want to submit the request for the shares that you want in the 17 for 1 uh, deal that they're offering. Now, it is a deal. But the purpose for this deal, uh, ladies and gentlemen, was because they recognized that they had to do a simulation on two of the banks, again, that they had done already. Now, this information, based on those authorities that are overseeing this process, it was recommended that they do this. They do a stress test, that is. Did not dictate how it needs to be done, but being that these are bankers doing this process, they are familiar with what they need to do to do a stress test. In our situation, what they decided to do was to offer shares, 17 shares for the price of one, and they needed at least 100 members to commit to purchasing between 20 shares and 300 shares. With that commitment, they would be able to factor in how many shares that they would need to put into this stress test process for these two particular banks that they're doing a stress test on. They didn't ask for us to buy shares first and then they do the stress test. They needed the confirmation of the members, 100 members, and the amount of shares that they would be purchasing between 20 and 300 to factor into the numbers that they need to run to do the stress test on these two banks. They achieved that number, I believe, 
and the stress test was started on the 16th. They've indicated that it is necessary for them to do this for about eight banking days, which takes us to November 27th. In reality now, once they have completed the stress test with these two banks on the 27th of November, the simulation percentage would go back to 89% where it was before. Now, once getting back to 89%, the total for them to achieve 100% is 11%. It is reasonable to think that the 11% would be and could be achieved within a two-week period. That would then put us around the date of December 15th. And I think that this is the particular reason why they're stressing the date of December 15th, that whatever it is you're doing, whether it's purchasing additional shares, paying for the shares that you reserved, it needs to be in by December 15th. They would like it all to be in by November 30th in reality. But the final date for which any of that would be permissible to pay for shares reserved, shares purchased, documents to upload, it is December 15th. I believe that that is the date that they are looking at at this point, that it is very likely that things will culminate with the simulation in the United States, thereby putting an end to the program and then putting us in a position for the release of the 8500, which in my estimation, and this is just Wayne's estimation, ladies and gentlemen, could happen before the end of the year still. Now, certainly with that occurring, it certainly appears that the eight banking days required to do the stress test would put us further out time-wise for us to go to New York this year. So it appears that January would be the month that would be going to New York if they are able to complete the simulation by the 15th of this month and then have an initial release of the 8,500 before the end of the year. So please make note of what they've said. I've stressed of importance what they've indicated also, ladies and gentlemen, um, of the date of the 15th. Uh, I'll repeat this particular words as they indicated. Um, there are no extensions after December 15th, okay? And it makes no sense for you to try and wait till the very last days as we on our end have seen people try to do to buy as much as or many as they can in the last days, uh, last hours, period. They're not encouraging you to do that at all because you will miss it, the deadline, and there was no extension at all after that date and that deadline, which they have put now as December 15th. There it is. I hope that is clearer for all of us uh, listening, those of you also on our recorded call. 
Um, do what you can do because I think we are at the end of this journey now. The finish line is even clearer in it in our distance. Um, and as many of you are as excited as I am, you can almost see yourself crossing the finish line, breaking the tape, that that is it. It is behind us. That race is behind us. And now we take on the new challenge of going to New York and taking care of our financial obligations with the banks and the authorities there. Now, as closer we get to the close of this program, there is going to be more information being disseminated by EMS so everyone will know what they need to do as also what they need to be prepared for uh, pertaining their their journey uh, to New York. I will be trying to share with us as much as possible, um, even regarding hotels and travel and uh, preparing as many of you who've never been to New York. Um, I lived there for over 40 years, so I know what to expect, um, and I can share some of that information with those of you who would be foreign to New York and New York City. So... There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Again, I want to thank you for your time. God bless you all, and we'll see you on our next call. Bye-bye for now.